I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I, I don't, Mike. I don't know if it's when he came into the league, it was he's too small, he can't score, he can't do all these things, right. and he balled out. And then he, everybody's like, okay, we were wrong. But I don't know now. What sparks him to go, you know what, I'm ready to prove to everybody that not only am I an all-star, or maybe it's not that big of a deal. I don't know. To me, it is. I think it would be a big deal. Mm-hmm. Let's see what Steve Coonan has to say. Hawk CEO joining us on Sports Radio 92.9 The Game. Good afternoon, Steve. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you for inquiring. I, so I've been saying this today, and I want to get your take on it. I felt like our star was disrespected. This is where I'm at, right? Because for me, it's about – representing our city in the All-Star game. If anybody was going to go, a guy averaging 28 and 10 assists doesn't get in. And it just seems like he was disrespected to me. Do you feel that way? A hundred percent. I mean, you look at who got in, you look at what he's done, you look at um, what he's done even in his short career where I think he's seventh already in points and assists combined. Um, It's, it's sad. It's stunning. There's not an appeal process. There's three components. The fans are one. The um, media is one. And the coaches are one. And unfortunately, when you don't get the fan vote, um, it's hard to come back with the other two pieces. You know, um, and we said it, Steve, you know, back in the, you know, the two years ago, which seemed, you know, such a magical time, what he did in New York, and, and then the sort of the vibe that he is the new Reggie Miller or whatever, however he gets, you know, be the guy in the black hat. And that's fine. But those guys go to the All-Star game. You know, to, to us, we were saying the bar got so raised, you know, two years ago in the spring that you are now feeling there's not enough of those superstar moments that we're seeing from Luca, that you're seeing from Dame Lillard, that you're seeing from DeJounte. It's, it's just not popping like it did. Does that have any bearing on him not being an All-Star? I don't know, but, you know, I, I think if you look at Trey's best games this year, they weren't as high as scoring games. You know, you look at the Phoenix game, I think he had 20 and 12. Um, he's playing a different game, even though he's having similar results. He's moving the ball, he's passing, he's involving more teammates. You know, just a big piece of this, remember, it's also global voting. And where Trey's now the number seven jersey in the world for the NBA. Um, it, it's disappointing. It's a little bit disheartening. Um, and, you know, it, it's interesting. Five years ago, when Trey went up to All-Star Weekend in Charlotte, if you remember his rookie year, the first part of the year, he struggled. He, he really yep. did. Yeah. He went up to Charlotte, and he was with those All-Stars, and he said something clicked. And when he came home, he 
played a different game and had incredible results. And I think you finished second for rookie of the year that year. Um, I'm hoping that he can use this chip to really propel us in the second half of the season. But I'm sad that he has to use the chip to propel us to the second half of the season because he's a deserving all-star. I don't know. Um, you, you, I think if you looked at Twitter last night, there was a whole lot of blind stats. This player has 19 and 7. This player has 28 and 10. You know, which one's the all-star? It's a little bit more than that. And I do think that, um, unfortunately, that his um, – his vote didn't come in through the popular vote, which he won last year. Steve Cooner, so. yeah, great, great point. Steve Cooner, our guest, Hawk CEO. Uh, while we're speaking about the All Star Game, are we still attempting? Which we're boycotting, by the way. <laughs> are we still <laughs> attempting to get our game here in Atlanta? What What is the outlook on that, Steve? What do you think the realistic? Possibility? Are we still talking three, four, five years from now, potentially? Before I mean, we the, eat? the year that we're targeting is twenty-seven. Okay, um, and a couple of reasons: number one, twenty-five college football championship in Atlanta, twenty-six World Cup, which will be amazing in Atlanta, and we like twenty-seven because our project with our sister company, CIM Centennial Yards, should be you know virtually complete. And I think one of the things you do with an all-star game is you show off your city and you show off our, your building, and we'll have the perfect platform in 27 to do both. So I'm still very optimistic. I know that uh, this team certainly at times looks like they can turn the corner. They looked uh, fantastic against Phoenix. We had a five-game win streak. Then we had some losses that really kind of left you scratching your head. Uh, I, I think for nothing else, it looks great that uh, there is some good vibes in the locker room. You had a nice, happy family team photo the other night when Trey made another milestone. You know, I, I clipped this for today's show. I think it's the first article I've ever clipped to talk about. May I read to yes, our listeners? Please do. Yes. The Hawks are having the most symmetrical balance season imaginable. They are 26 and 26, including 17 and 17 against the East and 9 and 9 against the West. They've won 13 games at home and 13 games on the road. They've scored 6,057 points and have allowed 6,057 points. At eighth place in the East, there are seven teams with a better record and seven teams with a worse record. So, what does that say? Could be the definition of mediocrity. I was going to say inconsistency. <laughs> We're not going to go with yours. <laughs> yeah, However, <laughs> in doing homework, I have done more than just this one. Okay. The last two seasons, we have had a worse record at this date. Hmm. I think you're going to see a team that moves forward. I think we will evaluate the team at the end of the season, and I think the best is yet to come. Are we wildly entertaining? Absolutely. Are we a fun watch? Yes. Are we a maddening at times? On occasion. But I think this team is just coming together, and again, we talked about injuries and health. When we're healthy, we're, we're the toughest out in the league. We can play with anybody. So we just have to get some luck in the health department. Um, what we did in Phoenix was terrific. Tonight, I think it's a key game because we have a back-to-back -to -back tonight and tomorrow night. Utah tonight, then going into Denver, is not going to be an easy task. So I, I'm anticipating and hoping for a, a maximum effort, a healthy roster, and, and a really good game tonight. 
Steve, uh, Mike and I have not had a chance to really dive into what happened last night with Utah, um, uh, or Cleveland it was, should I say, in, in Memphis. And um, it was one of those plays, and I'm sure you've seen it by now, right, with, with Donovan Mitchell? Oh, yeah. Yeah, it was, it was just dirty, you know? And, and for, for Dylan, who plays for the Memphis Grizzlies, uh, to, to do something like that, it just reminded me. It was like a Lambeer play, you know. That's what it felt. It like. It was beyond jive. Right? Yeah, right. you know. I'm on the ground, and then I'm just gonna. Oh, I'm gonna fall back, and then swing and hit your balls. I mean, that's. It's mm. just. It was out of pocket, and you know. I'm just curious about the league, and when you do stuff like that, I think there should be a harsher punishment for stuff like that than a hard foul. That's just part of basketball. I haven't seen a punishment yet. Has one come out? No, not yet. No. So it, to me, it reminded me of LeBron and um, Draymond Green in the finals. When, oh yeah, uh, that's right. When, when Draymond confused um, oh. a punching bag with somebody's um, private, right. and so I, I will refrain from you know judging the punishment till there is one. Um, I think Donovan was was certainly punished. That that has to be, you know, incredibly difficult, and you could see the anger. Um, that that was happening, and you know you don't want to see that. I mean, you don't want to see players going at it. You don't want to see benches emptying. You know, I, Mike, don't comment. Um, but, <laughs> well, I mean, but, sometimes a guy deserves a beating. You know, sometimes there we go. There we go. There we go. I knew head. nut punches would bring out the best in you. I don't know why. <laughs> you know, you know, like my old man said, you you try to avoid it, but sometimes a guy is just asking for it, Steve. But it is our man. Well, Steve. I don't think anybody was asking for it, but I no. don't think it's part of our game. Right. Um, and, you know, hopefully that um, we should see something coming down, you know, fairly shortly. But there's certainly it's, – it's not the way, you know, we want our game to be played, and we don't want kids seeing that. And, you know, this is – we are competitors on the floor, but we're partners. And to, to have players, you know, hurting other players, even short term, not a great look. Um, I know many of our listeners are wondering, Deucey Bell, y'all not asking Steve about uh, Kyrie. Well, he can't comment on players that are under contract with other teams, so I just want to put that out there. But I will ask what would you. What would you want me to say? Well, you know, they want to know whether or not we are even interested. Why we, would we be interested in, in a guy like that? I'm, well, I mean, let's, let's not talk about that. Let's okay. just take a look. Let's take a look at the um, contract, which expires after the season. Correct. Right? He walks. You got nothing. You could give half the team and get nothing back. Period. He walks. What Mike? What Mike said. Yeah. Not what Steve said. Right. What Mike said. Well, and that's you important because we're not trying to pay your fine. But that's why, you know, um, and and Steve or any other executive on any other team at this point, you're not going to be hearing from them saying, "Yes, we're willing to give up a first, a second, and, and three of our guys for a Kyrie Irving," because they cannot comment. But You've been saying this, and I just want to clarify. You feel like we'll be active at the trade deadline February 9th? I think we'll be smart at the trade deadline. I mean, we're, we're looking at a ton of things. I think there will be a lot of activity, but we're not going to go make trades for the sake of making trades, and certainly not for the Twitter sphere. Okay. Um, right. That said, you know, I think we would like to have an advantage of over, you know, what we have today, and I think we'd like to constantly improve our team, and that's what we're going to look to do. And I don't know how it manifests itself yet. It really hasn't he- heated up. I mean, no. it's still a, what's today, the third, so we're six days away. So right. 
Next week will be a pretty intense week, and when I'm with you, good Lord willing, next Friday, we should have a lot to talk about. Yeah, I know there were a lot of rumors about, you know, the John Collins thing is almost like that's in perpetuity. And then the, right. that seemed to cool off. And uh, and then, you know, there's a feeling that uh, your your boss does not want to get into the luxury tax. So maybe Bogey would be on the move. Tony Ressler is not scared of paying the luxury tax, but you have to have a good reason to pay the luxury tax. OK, you have to have you have to make sure that you're making your team substantively better. It's a punitive tax for just that purpose. So I can assure you, Tony has no problem going into the tax, but it's got to be for the right thing. Steve, always good to talk with you. A lot of stuff going on in the NBA. I'm with you. I hope this sparks Trey, uh, not only tonight, but the rest of the season. And it is unfortunate that maybe this is something that will bother him. Maybe it doesn't. Maybe he just comes out and starts playing better can, you know, and, and gets the recognition oh. he deserves. But I think he should have been on this team. I agree. And let's not ever forget it's a team game. Yes, it is. And so we need everyone to be healthy, pulling in the right direction, moving the ball. And when we move the ball and we avoid turnovers, really good things happen. And what I'm pleased with, if you notice our shooting, our three-point shooting has really been on the rise the last 15 games. And so, um, again, we play a 82-game season, not a 52-game season. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network, from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.